If you've ever reread a book or watched a movie for the second time, then you know that you get something new out of it every single time. That's because you're coming in with a different perspective, life experience, or a need to fill that's different than it was before. The same is true in business. When you're listening to others in conversation, on podcasts, reading their content, taking their courses, some or maybe all of it might not be for you. Maybe not for you right now, or maybe not for you ever. And that's okay. The key comes to knowing how to filter out the noise and clarify what you need now in order to grow your online business without feeling overwhelmed. Today, I'm sharing the exact strategy I use so that hopefully you can replicate it in your own life and business. Sound like something you need? Well, then let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, Mama, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and I have to say that this topic is so very interesting to me. You see, I've been a consumer of information since a very, very young age, and we lived in a decent-sized city, like, I don't know, 300, 350,000 people, so a, a decent size, right? And by the end of elementary school, I had exhausted the entire young adult section of the city library. I remember clearly moving on to the adult section and thinking, golly, these books just don't look as exciting as the ones in the young adult section. But anyways, my parents do still joke that it really didn't matter what was going on around me. I'd have preferred to sit anywhere and just read a book. And I'm kind of still that way as an adult. So if you see me reading a book, just leave me alone. No, I'm just joking. But anyways, I loved being lost in other worlds, in the ideas that came with historical fiction and biographies. And as I got older, I was constantly immersed in books about writing strategy, self-development, and even business development as I've started to grow a business. And then when podcasts and audiobooks started to become more popular, I embraced those as well. Nothing better than being able to consume stuff while walking or working out at the gym or whatever else it might be. And now, in fact, I would probably have to say that I spend upwards of 10 to 15 hours a week listening to podcasts and reading books. And I'm not talking about fiction. I'm talking about books that actually stimulate my mind and get me thinking. And so you can kind of imagine knowing that back history, right, that I've become pretty good at determining what's for me and what's not for me when it comes to the inputs that I receive. Because The truth of the matter is that if I took in 10 to 15 hours of different opinions, strategies, and all the things in a given week, week after week after week, and then I made all of that mine to embrace and implement, you can guarantee I'd never get anywhere. 
right? I constantly be shifting gears, doing different things that don't apply to me, and possibly going against what I value and believe. That's absolutely not the case for me though. And today I really want to share my strategy with you so that you can hopefully, you know, that's my hope for you, right? That you can more easily identify what's for you and what's not for you when it comes to the inputs that you receive. And Honestly, I never even thought about this as a thing until a few years ago when I recommended a book to a close friend. And I loved the book. I thought it was great. It was funny. I mentioned that it was funny and I handed it off to her and I thought, hey, you should read this. And so she read it and immediately she came back to me and said, you know what, Sarah, I really didn't like this one part of the book. It didn't align with my values. Those were the things that she said to me. And honestly, that one part didn't align with my values either, but it wasn't something that I'd even considered. There was so much value in the book that I had loved and I hadn't even given that small part, that small chunk, a second glance at all. I hadn't considered it again after reading over it and deciding it wasn't for me because it wasn't for me. But that was absolutely the first time that I ever realized that not everybody had that ability to just gloss over the things that they didn't need and move forward with the things that they did. So realization there for me, right? And honestly, this is something to consider when you think that what you do very, very naturally isn't something that can be of value to others. Because I had no idea that this wasn't something that other people could do just automatically. So maybe it's something you do really well, or maybe it's not. But no matter what, we can kind of always gain value from the things that somebody else is naturally good at. So That happened, and that was a few years ago, so I kind of put that on the back burner and didn't really think too much about it, but I was like percolating just a little bit in the back of my head about the fact that when I did make a recommendation to people, I kind of needed to preface it with, I took what I needed from this and left behind what I didn't, okay? So that was kind of the mode with which I moved forward, but about a month ago then, I had a client ask me this very question, and she asked, How do you take what you need from all of the business strategies and development and everyone's opinions that are offered and then leave behind what you don't? She said that she was having trouble deciphering what was important and what was noise. And once again, I was flabbergasted because, oh my goodness, this is something that I do automatically and I don't even think about it, right? So with that in mind, one of two things, or I'm going to give you two things. First thing, if you do something well, naturally, it is not a minor thing, okay? Don't discredit yourself just because you can do it easily, okay? Secondly, let's jump into four things that I consider when I'm consuming content just to make it easier to filter out the noise from the value, okay? And ultimately, I as I was going through it, I realized that there are four categories of information that I'm currently processing through. The information that you're going to use is information that you need now, okay? Then there's the information that you need later or in the future. There's the information that you will never need 
and there is the information that comes as a warning or a not to do. And I'm going to break these down, okay? So the information that you need now is essentially anything that applies to your current situation. This could be something that you have been searching for, like you need a solution to a problem that is currently something you're dealing with. This could be something that's going to help you take small steps to achieve your bigger goal or even your current um, mini goal that you're working on. So you can think, how does this help me achieve my goal now? What is a small step that I could take or even a small mindset shift that you could make at this point in time based on the information that you've been provided? And then the next question to ask yourself is, how can I implement this now? Because we know that consuming information isn't helpful if we don't actually implement that which we're supposed to implement, correct? Okay, so that's the information that you need now. As you are reading something, listening to something, consuming any type of content, you need to be aware as to which pieces are the information that you actually need at this moment, okay? Doesn't mean that not that the entire piece of content that you're listening to or reading isn't valuable. It just means that you are thinking only about the information that you need at this moment. Now, then that brings us to the information that you need later, because sometimes we come across information that while enlightening and informative and all of the things doesn't actually apply to our immediate situation, right? But it would be great to implement it in the future. So that kind of information is information for later. So rather than getting ahead of yourself and jumping into the weeds of something that's supposed to happen three, six, nine months or years down the line, I suggest you do something different. And this is what I do all the time. Stick post-it notes in the books that you're reading and, you know, make a note of when you're going to open that book again. Okay. I have um, most of my books covered in post-it notes of things that I want to come back to, things that I want to look at for the future. Does that mean that I'm going to read the entire book again? Maybe, maybe not. But I do know that if it's got a post-it note in it, it's probably something I'm going to come back to. Additionally, you can maintain a when this happens list of resources. So think about, you know, um, when I get to the implementation of my new course I'm going to offer, then I need to come back to this resource and see this information. Or when I get my first coaching client, I am going to come back to this information. Make a list, keep track of it, and then let it go for this time frame, okay? You want to be able to access the information when you need it, but you don't want it to bog down your current momentum. You want to continue on the trajectory to success one step at a time, and that means remaining in the present. So make a note and set it aside for later. Now, the next type of information is information you'll never need. And More often than not, we know exactly what this information looks like. It's the thing that we're never going to undertake, that we're going to hire somebody else to do, or maybe it doesn't even relate to our goals or our values or anything in any form or fashion. So these are things we are going to let go of entirely. And the thing is that we do really have to understand that not all information is meant for us. That's okay. You don't need to know the same things that your plumber knows or your carpenter knows or any of those things unless you are actually going to take on the same types of responsibilities that they have. And 
The problem is sometimes we feel bad about leaving that information behind, right? We just read that whole book and we didn't take anything away from it. What a waste of time. No, it just was information you didn't need. It might've been encouraging or enlightening or whatever else it might be, but maybe you just didn't need that information or maybe you just didn't need that portion of information from whatever resource you're looking at, okay? Think about the last time that you searched for a how-to, okay? Most of us search for a how-to on Google and we come up with a video on YouTube or something along those lines. So maybe when you searched, it came up with a blog post or maybe it was a YouTube video and you might have watched or read the entire resource, but you also might've just skipped the part that mattered to you. And that's okay. My guess is that you didn't feel bad about not learning what you didn't need in that situation, right? You needed something to solve a problem immediately, and that's the information that you took. And the same rings true in business. Leave the stuff that you don't need. Leave it behind. And don't think twice about it. Because when you do continue to think about that information that doesn't apply to you at all, you're just wasting brain space that could be better used to serve your ideal clients or your actual purpose, right? The things that you are meant to do in your life, in your business. So... That's the third category, the information that you're never going to need. The final category is the information that offers a warning or a not to do. And honestly, this is kind of my favorite category and it's probably not what you think, but I think that we have all come across information that's been provided from somebody that we liked. Maybe it's somebody we've listened to regularly or somebody that we've read their books, or maybe it's even from somebody that we didn't like. But this is information that we thought, yep, that's something that I never want to do. That's an approach I never want to take. That's a strategy I never want to implement. That's just something that doesn't apply to me at all. And it's something I actively want to say no to. Okay. Most of the time it comes from somebody that's just trying to give us good advice and for their situation, maybe it is, maybe it applies to them, but we know that if we ever implemented that thought process that they're offering us or that strategy into our own situation, that it would have devastating results. It would take us away from what we believe. It would take us away from our great purpose, whatever that is. It would take us away from achieving our goals. Okay. When you come across information like that, that's a warning. Take heed of it now. Make a note of it for later and stick to the direction that benefits you and your business. And that brings us to the action part of this episode. And we all know that action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And today's action step is this. The next time you are reading a book or listening to a podcast episode or consuming any other type of content, I'd like you to consider these four types of information because when you can find the clarity of what's for you rather than what's just noise, you're going to be able to streamline your efforts in a way that makes a huge difference going forward. So know what's for you, know what's not, know what you need to save for later and know what to heed as a warning or a not to do. It'll make a huge difference. I'm certain of it. Either way, mama, know that I am cheering you on. Have an amazing day, and I'm gonna chat with you again next time.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.